The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick. It's your Friday, September 10th edition. Hope everybody had a great Thursday. It was a, a weird five-game slate, like we talked about. Lots of good stuff, lots of bad stuff. Hope you guys ended up on top on that one. Hope you guys enjoyed the opening night of football action. Fun one here between the uh, Buccaneers and the Cowboys. Dak looks pretty good, looks healthy, but uh, the Bucks doing things as well. So fun game to open up the season. Big weekend ahead. For your football action, if you're looking for some help with your football action, go to rotoballer.com and become a premium member. Get some DFS content, season-long content, all of it as a premium member at rotoballer.com. Use promo code Bubba, B-U-B-B-A, for 10% off the package of your choice. Also, check me out on Twitter at BDentric. Join the free Fantasy DGens Discord to have a lot of fun over there. And check out PrizePix, prizepix.com. Great way to play DFS, meets prop, bets, lots and lots of fun. Make two to five picks, and uh, in all sports, you can mix and match sports. No big deal at all. So check that out, pricepicks.com. When you create your account, use promo code Bubba, B-U-B-B-A, for a first-time deposit match up to $100. Lastly, if you leave a rating and review on iTunes for MLB DFS Quick Hits, I would truly appreciate it. It would help me out a ton. All right, 13 games for you on a Friday to head into the weekend of action. Let's get some totals for you here. Brewers, Indians, total of 9.5. Rays, Tigers, 9.5. Angels, Astros, 8. Reds, Cardinals, 8.5. Rangers, A's, 8.5. Padres, Dodgers, 8. Waiting on a lot of totals still. A lot of totals. We got six. We almost got half of them. So it'll be interesting to see where all that breaks. Now, we've got some good pitching on this slate, though. So let's get cracking. Your top price pitcher and your top option on this slate is Robbie Ray, 10-7 at the Baltimore Orioles. Ray has been nothing but outstanding. Three straight, four straight games over 30 DK points. He's got 20 or more in six straight games and seven of his last six and then eight of his last 10. He's been great. He faced Baltimore two starts ago, seven innings, four hits, two earned, 10 Ks. He has 10 or more Ks in four straight starts. Robbie Ray's the man. He's absolutely outstanding. Gets a, a Baltimore team you know you can pick on. They do have some pop versus lefties. There's no uh, no sugarcoat in that. But um, they are uh, striking out almost 24% of the time versus uh Left-handed pitching in the last month, hitting 238 with a 145 ISO and an 85 WRC+. plus. So, Robbie Ray, plain and simple, your top option at 10-7 on this slate. I'm not going to pay for Carlos Rodon because I just don't know what his workload is going to be like coming off the IL. I'd imagine they don't want to go too crazy with Rodon, so keep that in mind. Tyler Molly going to pass on that one. Joe Musgrove, entertaining. I get it. Going to pass on Jomo, but I'm going to... 
Julio Urias, 9,300 bucks at home against the San Diego Padres. Julio's been pitching pretty well of late, three straight of 20-plus, four straight of 19 or more. Um, he's got five of six of 19 or more of late. He's been really, really consistently good for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and he's, he's going, you know, 96 pitches his last outing. He's usually going five to six innings, uh, two runs or less on most starts. He's got seven or more Ks and back-to-back starts, five or more in four of his last five. He faced San Diego three starts ago, five shutout innings, four Ks for 21.5 points. So they're not going to let him go super deep, be super efficient, super effective, gets a lot of strikeouts. And you get a Padres team that's striking out about 21% of the time versus lefties, but more importantly, they're hitting a buck 93 with a .083 ISO and a 63 WRC plus over the last month versus left-handed pitching. This San Diego Padres offense is depressing right now. So Julio Urias at 9,300 bucks, definitely an, an angle to go to on this 13-game slate. Framber Valdez, 9,100 bucks at home against Los Angeles Angels. I'll go right back to Framber. Many people are going to be bummed. You know, six innings, four earned, four Ks against San Diego for 7.5 points. Who cares? Coming into that, starting at three of his last four with 25-plus points. He's been an absolute machine. And now you get a Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim offense that you can pick on in a big, big way, striking out 24% of the time versus lefties this past month, hitting 226, the 184 ice or an 85 WRC+. plus. So get right back on the Framber train, 9100 bucks at home against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Really good spot there for Framber Valdez to bounce back in a big, big way. I'm a huge Tanner Houck fan. They just don't want to let him go, so I can't pay 8800 bucks at the White Sox because he has to be super efficient to make that count. Like He was super efficient against Cleveland his last time out. Prior to that, he pitched really well. His previous starts just wasn't efficient enough, so he really isn't worth the $8,800 price tag until Boston lets him go. I don't see that happening anytime soon. I hope they will. I, I'd be nice. I don't know. So maybe they will, and you get lucky in a tournament, but I'm going to pass on Tanner Houck on this 13-game slate. Shohei Otani is always worth a look for me in his starts. Uh, he's only 8600 bucks. Really good spot. It is Houston, uh, who is sneaky, sneaky uh, good, we know, but they've been kind of quiet of late as well. But they only strike out a little less than 20% of the time versus righties, 276 average, 150 ISO, 111 WRC+. plus. So once again, Otani is definitely tournament viable. I think there's better options on this slate, but you can definitely go to Otani at $8,600. Adrian Hauser, $7,900. At the Cleveland Indians, I'm all aboard. The only downside coming off a shutout, usually my golden rule is not to go after a shutout. He went nine shutout with seven Ks against Cleveland. His last time out, previous two starts against Minnesota and Washington, not great. Prior to that, though, was pitching really well. Both starts were against Pittsburgh, of course, so that helps a ton. But he's he's got that kind of tournament appeal. Like I wouldn't use him in cash, but he's got the upside to get the ground ball work and sneak in some strikeouts, and that can be super, super efficient, especially facing Cleveland, striking out over 23% of the time versus righties. Hitting 257 with a 103 WRC plus. So if you need to save a few bucks, Adrian Hauser at 79 is in play for you on this slate. Herman Marquez at 68 on the road. He's been better at home than on the road, but still a decent spot for Marquez at 6800 bucks against Philadelphia. Uh, since Atella pitched very well against Philadelphia on uh, Thursday, they're striking out 20% of the time versus righties. 238 average, 193 ISO is impressive, but a 100 WRC plus. So if Marquez can keep the ball in the ballpark at 6800 bucks, he could be an extreme value. I think Ian Anderson's an outstanding value. I know he's been still wishy-washy since coming off the IL. He's made two starts. He went five and two-thirds shutout innings with uh, no Ks in his first rehab, uh, first return, and then he pitched in Colorado three innings, four earned, no Ks again. The zero Ks is the concern with Ian Anderson. But he's 6,600 bucks going up against the Miami Marlins, usually an offense where you can get right. They're, he's, uh, they're striking out 26% of the time. Versus right-handed pitching, 221 average, 117 ISO, 73 WRC+. So Ian Anderson at 66 could be a, a 
fight the deal. I think he'll be quite popular on this slate. I'll be very honest there. But I think at 66, is pretty nice. Same with Marquez at 68. And if you want to get freaky with Glenn Otto against Oakland, you can go there for sure. Otto's made two starts, look pretty good. Four and two-thirds, two earned four Ks against the Angels. Uh, five innings, two hits, no earned seven Ks against Houston. He's probably only going to go five to six innings because he went 84 pitches last time, which is a 10-pitch improvement. So let's hope he gets 95 in this one. And you get an A's team that you can definitely pick on. They have, they're hot and cold, but they strike out 23% of the time versus righties, 239 average, 193 ISO, 107 WRC+. plus. It's a matter of keeping the ball in the ballpark. Oco Coliseum helps with that. So you can definitely look Glenn Otto at 6,300. The only other one I'll mention is Daniel Lynch. Very, very up-and-down pitcher, but he gets the Minnesota Twins, who have been scuffling a lot of late. And if you break down the Twins some more, striking out 24.5% of the time versus lefties, hitting 211 with a 75 WRC+. So if you just want to go YOLO at the pitcher position, Daniel Lynch at 53 is in play. So the punts, I'm not as locked in on the punts as I usually am, but there are some options down here for sure. So recapping the pitching, Robbie Ray is the top play by far. Going Robbie Ray for sure. Julio Urias at 93 and Framber Valdez at 91. Two great options in the low 9K range. Um, in the 8K range, you could go to Otani at 86. Don't mind that. Adrian Hauser at 79 in tournaments is definitely in play. And you got Marquez, Anderson, Otto, and Lynch down below. To rank them, I'd rank them Anderson, Marquez, Otto, Lynch. That's where I'm at. But you can mix and match and have some fun there. But more, most important thing about this, get your Robbie Ray on and get it on often. All right, pitch, or hitting on this slate. Catcher's position, you got Sal Perez, always in play at 58, whatever you prefer, that's fine. Grandal against Hauk, and then the Boston bullpen's interesting because if Hauk goes short, you get a, a mediocre Boston bullpen, and Grandal's been crushing it. So if you want to go there, you can, but more importantly, at the same price point as, as Monty Grandal, 5K, you got Mike Zunino versus a lefty against Mr. Matt Boyd. We know how much Zunino loves himself a lefty. Matt Boyd loves giving himself a give up those home runs. So Mike Zunino at 5K, very, very solid pay for paying up at the position. Uh, scrolling down for some savings on this slate, Alejandro Kirk at 42 versus Ellis in Baltimore is a very good look. Kirk DH'd on Thursday, so should be in the lineup on Friday as well. So a good spot for Kirk at 42. Hundo. Elias Diaz is swinging a really good bat. He gets the lefty Bailey Falter for Philadelphia. I don't like using Colorado much on the road, but could be a good spot with uh, Falter and then a lot of Philadelphia bullpen. So Elias Diaz at 4K is interesting if you're stacking Colorado. I wouldn't use him as a one-off. I'd much rather find 200 bucks and go to Kirk or save some cash if I'm looking for a one-off at the catcher's position. Uh, some other guys below the 4K range now. Uh, James McCann versus the lefty Montgomery at 33. You can look there. Danny Jansen was in a lineup. If he's in again, he's 3,300 versus Ellis. I prefer Kirk, but don't mind the savings with Jansen if you want. If you're fading Glenn Otto, Jan Gomes at 33 is a decent price tag because I like what Otto brings to the table, but A, he doesn't go deep, so you get a lot of Texas bullpen to begin with. And he's young. He's going to have some hiccups out there. So if you want to jump all over that with Gomes at 33, you can. There's probably better spots, but it's definitely on the table. And then below the 3K range, it's going to be hit and miss. Like Jonah Heim uh, at 27 versus Blackburn if you want to. I'm not running to play that, but it's definitely a potential value in his matchup. Um, you'll, You'll get a couple other random ones down here depending on what lineups come out for you on Friday? First base position on this 13-game slate. Vladito went deep again on Thursday night. He's 5900 bucks versus Ellis in Baltimore, so that's a good good spot to get the party started. You got Yuli Gurriel, probably not using him versus Otani, but Matt Olson at 53 is an intriguing play versus Otto. Um, if you want to go below the 5K range or at 5K is actually Pete Alonso versus lefty Montgomery. Alonso tripled 
on uh, Thursday. He just keeps raking. I, I wrote him up in the – I talked about him on the pod yesterday. I wrote him up in the free DraftKings article picks, and I kind of broke down his streak he's on. He's crushing the baseball right now. And I guess the lefty Montgomery at 5K, not a bad spot there. Same with Miguel Sano at 49. I'd rather have Pete Alonso. Two good plays if you don't want to pay all the way up, but still get a pretty elite power source. Alonzo and Snow and good matchups at 5K and 4,900 respectively. Some uh, cheaper plays, Joey Votto versus Lester at 44 does uh, does come into play. But Anthony Rizzo went deep on Thursday. Maybe he's waking up. A good test will be Taiwan, uh, Taiwan Walker, who's just been atrocious lately. So Rizzo at 43 is a good value. CJ Crone mentioned the lefty falter for Philadelphia. That's a good spot for Crone at 42 in his, uh, in his matchup. Uh, some cheaper plays, though, below 4K. Yeah, Luke Voigt at 38. If he cracks the lineup, I doubt he does because no DH in um, in the game tonight against the Mets. So it should be Rizzo at first base. So Voigt probably goes to the bench yet again. Nathaniel Lau or Nathaniel Lowe at uh, 3600 bucks for his Blackburn if you're stacking Texas, which is possible. I'd rather it not be in Oco Coliseum, but Texas has been sneaky. So if you want to go Nathaniel Lowe at 36, a part of a Texas stack, I'm, I'm cool with that. I, I can roll with that for sure. Um, Gavin Sheets, if you're attacking Hauk, I'm not looking to attack Hauk, but Bobby Dahlback, 3200 bucks, good tournament value at first base, third base eligible, or Carlos Rodon. Again, Rodon's probably not too long for this game, but Bobby Dahlback versus the lefty, the way he's swinging the bat, you can uh, at least look at that at 3200 as a nice little value play. Um, Jordan Luplau for Tampa Bay, first base outfield eligible. We know he loves crushing lefties. He took a lefty deep earlier this week. He's 3K versus Boyd, so he's a very, very good value, probably more so in the outfield. But you could definitely use him at first base at 3K as well. So he should probably bat, I think, fifth or sixth if they keep the same, a similar lineup as they did earlier this week versus a lefty. So Luplau's a good value there at 3K. Uh, below the 3K range now, you got guys like Christian Walker at 28 versus Marco Gonzalez. Don't hate that one as a value. I kind of I think I might have Luplau instead, but Walker's a good value, especially if you're stacking that one up. And other than that, there's a couple guys down here, but I'm not in love with them right now. So we're going to move on to second base where you got Jorge Polanco finally priced up. You guys, you regular listeners of the show, how long were we playing Polanco between like 37 and 4,300 bucks? I said, just keep playing him. Keep playing him. It's ridiculous. He's up to 5,800. He's the top priced second baseman. Damn. It's well-deserved. The dude's crushing baseball. So it sucks for us, but it's well-deserved. I think he's still a great play versus Lynch if you're not using Lynch. But dang, you got to pay for him now. Like we were getting those cheap twin stacks like Snow and Donaldson and Polanco. Got to pay the, p- the piper now. So, um, you know, because you got him at 58 and you got Simeon at 56. Like, you're probably going to go to Marcus Simeon, all things considered, in that matchup. That's just, that sucks for Polanco. Sucks for us to like using a cheap Polanco, but well deserved. Ozzy Albi's not bad at 5K. I, I, I like that Simeon tag at 56 tonight. Really good spot there. Don't mind Whip Merrifield at 49 either against Jackson. Javi Baez, monster game on Thursday. Been talking about him quite a bit, heating up, hitting well over 300 in his last 10 games, really swinging a good bat. He had a double. He had a home run, a couple stolen bases on Thursday night. He's only forty nine hundred versus Jomo, so that's a really good spot for Javi Baez and his matchup as well. So you got guys like uh, Simeon up top, Albie's Baez, really good pay up spots if you want at the position, or you just save some cash. And we drop down to the low fours. You got uh, Jazz Chisholm. If you think Anderson still struggles, not striking guys out, aka lots of balls in play. Chisholm was leading off on Thursday. He went to Pound Town. He's second base shortstop eligible at forty three hundred. So he's in play for you as well. Jonathan India leading off versus Johnny Lester at 41. Pretty solid cash game look. So is Josh Harrison, second base shortstop at 39. India is more the power source. Harrison's more the consistent multiple hit production level. So a couple spots for you there as well. Below the 4K, though, like Jed Lowry, if you're stacking Oakland at 36, is in play. I'd rather have Harrison if it's a one-off, but Lowry at 36 is in play as well. Um 
other options, low three Ks and into the two K range. Not a ton. Like Owen Miller is always an interesting value, but only for stacking Cleveland, not like a one-off. Garrett Hampson, he's twenty six hundred against Falter. That could be a decent value, but you know, same value. Nick Solak's only twenty six hundred against Blackburn. That's a really good spot hitting fifth or sixth in that Texas lineup. So you can take advantage of that situation there. Continues to rake it in over 300 his last 10 games. He had a couple down games there after just a continuously ridiculous hot streak, but a big game on uh, Wednesday to keep, or on Thursday against Arizona to keep the train rolling. So Solak at 26, very, very good value at the second base position. You also got Jorge Mateo down here, but you're not using him versus Robbie Ray. So cancel that thought. But uh, yeah, that uh, Solak at tw- uh, 26, really, really solid value for you. Third base position, J-Ram went deep for you on Thursday. 6K versus Hauser, Austin Riley, Rafael Devers, but Kyle Seager versus the lefty Mad Bum at 55. It's expensive, but interesting tournament option for sure. You got Donaldson at 52, so third base is expensive. I'd almost be good with saving if you're not using Glenn Otto. You can get some Chapman at 49 who's been swinging it really well, so he's not a bad value. Uh, Modesty's 47, letting everybody down. You got Condelario at 46 versus Waka and Archer. Waka's opening followed by Archer. The Candyman's been crushing it. So 4600 bucks. He'll be super low-owned. Not a bad spot there for the Candyman. Uh, going down below 4K now, we get, um, you got man, Eduardo Escobar's down to 4K versus Eli Morgan. That's enticing. I know he's been really, really bad. I get it. But he's still hitting 286 over his last 10 games. Got double-digit points in three of his last four. 4K for Escobar against Eli Morgan's an intriguing value on this slate. Something to keep in mind. If you're stacking Cincinnati, Eugenio Suarez versus lefties, 36 only. If you're stacking Freddie Gallis is 36 versus Marquez, if you want to go there. Bobby Dahlbeck, 32. Talked about him earlier as a nice little value in your tournament plays. Other than that, not a ton down below at the third base position. Uh, well, you'll have one down here. Let me scroll all the way to the bottom. Or do they have him at second base? Where is he at? Do, 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 do. I want to make sure he's at third base before I say something. Where is he? Man, do they price him up? It must be at second base. Let me check real quick. Let me just type in. He's at third base. Colton Welker, 2K for the Colorado Rockies. He uh, was hitting sixth. I know he had an RBI single for sure. Big, Not a big-time prospect, but a decent prospect. Hits for good average. A little bit of pop, not a ton. But he's 2K. If you're stacking Colorado and you want a cheapy, Welker at third base, middle, like sixth in that order. Not too bad versus the lefty falter. All right, shortstop position again. You got Polanco at 58 is fine, but Wander Franco at 56 versus Boyd's outstanding. Really, really good payup spot. Bichette went deep on Thursdays, 54 versus Ellis. Not too bad either. Uh, you got Swanson, Trevor Story versus Falter is interesting uh, at 48, respectively, for both those bats. I mentioned Mondesi at 47, but Jazz Chisholm at 43, still a very strong value there versus uh, Ian Anderson. Josh Harrison at 39, a very strong value as well against uh, Glenn Otto. Going down even cheaper now, you got guys like uh, Nico Goodrum. He's not really swinging the greatest of bats, but it's interesting if you want to look that direction. Nicky Lopez is only 33. He went deep on, on Thursday, hitting second for Kansas City. That's a great cash game play, great just value period against Griffin Jacks. Um, yeah, Edmundo Sosa at 3K, I'd, on, I'd honestly try to get to Nicky Lopez at 33. I think that's a really good spot right there for Nicky Lopez. And then other than that, really nothing. So I'm not going Jorge Mateo against Robbie Ray. Outfield position on this 13 gamer. You got Tatis is always intriguing, but Mar- Bryce Harper told you I loved him on Thursday. Pound town. He's got Marquez. I still, he's swinging such a hot bat. It's hard to ignore. Buxton's up to 57, which is banana lands. Interesting matchup versus Lynch, but it's a, it's a high price tag for sure. Um, for, uh, Taiwan Walker's been bad. So if you want to go to the judges and the stands of the world, you can. I get it. 
Starling Marte at 55 is in play against Glenn Otto. Um, some other options for you when you get to the 5K and below, but Nelly Cruz is 51 versus Lefty Boyd. Keep that one in the back of your mind when you're building your lineups. That's a really, really good spot for him. Uh, Nick Castellanos at 49 versus Lester, not too shabby as well. Cheaper options. Hopefully, a Rosarain is back. He's on the paternity leave. He should be back Friday or Saturday. If he's back Friday at 4700 bucks for Boyd with some baby swag, sign me up for that one. That's one to definitely... Definitely keep on the uh, the radar for this uh, Friday night's action. Going down cheaper, though, 45 and below, said Mullins. Probably not going up against Robbie Reyes. Can't fade him, so it's going to be a tough one there. Like Adam Duvall, he went deep again on Thursday night. He's 4200 bucks versus Rodgers. Um, good spot there. Robbie Grossman's only 42 hitting third for Detroit versus Waka and Archer. Really good spot as well. Uh, going below 4K now. You got guys like Jorge Soler, who had a big game on Thursday. He's going with lefty Rodgers. Rodgers has not looked right. Since coming back from the IL, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is only 39. Nice, cheaper piece of the uh, Toronto action. So get him a good look. Christian Yelich is only 39 versus Morgan. They got Yelich at 39. You got Escobar at 4K. Like, those are nice discounts if you want to get freaky deaky. Those are nice discounts for sure. Um, some other options here you got Kutch at 37 if you're stacking that. Kilbadu is only 37. That's a really good look if you're stacking up Detroit and a pretty favorable matchup for those bats. Uh, Michael Conforto is 36. He's okay versus lefties, so don't run away, but only if you're stacking the Mets. I'm not paying Conforto as a one-off situation, that's for sure. Um, low 3Ks now. You got Ben and Tandy for stacking Kansas City. Sure, he's 3200 bucks. Nice little value in a stack. Um, some other options for you when you get to 3K and below now as we keep scrolling on down here. A lot of the guys I usually like down here have good matchups. Like Jordan Luplau at 3K, talked about him. We got Margot in the same matchup at 3K. I'd rather have Luplau for the power upside, but both decent looks there for some value. Um, you know, you go down below 3K now. It's a rough go. Like Rob Reschneider will probably start for Minnesota. He's 2900 bucks. He hasn't been playing great, but Jesus Sanchez is 2800 Hitting cleanup for Miami versus Ian Anderson. That's an interesting tournament value. Brian De La Cruz was hitting third. On Thursday night, he gets Ian Anderson, and he is only 2600 So that's got some nice appeal to it. I mentioned Garrett Hampson earlier at 26. He's a guy you can look at. Brett Gardner's led off the last couple nights. If he's leading off for Taiwan Walker at 2500 very solid play there for Brett, for Brett Gardner in a very favorable matchup. So keep uh, Brett Gardner in mind at 2500 And then other than that, you're going to have to like, just check and see what comes out. Like Hunter Dozier's kind of heating up. He's 2300 Not in love with him, but uh, he's a total punt. If you need it, uh, Derek Hill, if he starts, he's 2,200. Michael A. Taylor's 2,200. He hits in the middle of the Kansas City lineup, very inconsistent. Uh, Josh Lowe, Nathaniel Lowe's younger brother, he's $2,100. He went 0 for 2 with a walk and a stolen base in his debut. He's a lefty, so not sure he'll crack the lineup is the only thing. So keep that in mind. But um, really good spot there for Lowe at 2,100 versus Matthew Boyd. All right, recapping your pitching real quick on this one. Robbie Ray, 10-7 with the bullet. That's the guy you want right there, folks. Robbie Ray. You don't need to listen to the show to know that, though. But um, if, if he's chalky and he fails, so be it. But I'm not going to not have enough Robbie Ray to make my life happy. Uh, some other options. Julio Urias at 93. Love him. Framber Valdez at 91. Big fan of the bounce back against the Angels in that one. You can look at Otani in a tournament at 86. Adrian Hauser at 79 versus Morgan is definitely on the list. And then you got Marquez at 68. Anderson at 66. Auto at 63, Lynch at 53. I'm kind of leaning some Anderson and Marquez, and Anderson has not, has, has not had these strikeouts since his return. Marquez has struggled on the road. Both decent price tags. Those kind of price tags kind of baked into that scenario. 
especially for Anderson, Miami usually fixes those problems. So Anderson, Marquez, Anderson will probably be popular too, though, so keep that in mind. But Anderson, Marquez, followed by Otto and Lynch is where I'd be looking down there. Stacking things up on this slate, you got Colorado versus Bailey Falter and some bullpen. That could be interesting, as I usually don't use a lot of road Rockies, but could be a fun one. Love Toronto. Love Toronto against Baltimore. Really, really good spot there. The Yankees versus Taiwan Walker. I usually don't stack a lot of Yankees. I kind of want a little bit, especially that Gardner value leading off for New York against uh, Taiwan Walker. Good look there. Want to see what that the Milwaukee lineup looks like because you get Yelich and Eduardo Escobar at a nice little discount. Probably Jace Peterson at some value as well. Colton Wong's there. Curious what that lineup looks like versus Eli Morgan. Definitely one to keep an eye on when that gets released. Tampa Bay versus Boyd. Love it. Make sure and see if Rosarena comes back for paternity list or not. But really good stack with Tampa Bay. One of my top stacks on this slate. Um, of some other ones for you to target as well. Um, Kansas City versus Griffin Jacks. I'll keep I'll keep riding my Kansas City guy. Cincinnati versus Johnny Lester is very, very much in play as well. Um, a few other ones for you on this lovely slate. Uh, that's probably about it. Like I could see some late night action, but I'm gonna stick with that. I think Tampa Bay is gonna be my main flag, and we're gonna build around that one this evening. All right, everybody, that'll do it. Find me on Twitter at BDentric. Check me out in the Fantasy Degens uh, Discord channel. Check out my written content at rotoballer.com. Become a premium member by using promo code Bubba, B-U-B-B-A, to get an extra 10% off any package of your choice there. Make sure you check out PrizePix, prizepix.com. Use promo code Bubba for a first-time deposit match up to $100 when you create your account. And uh, give me a rate and review on iTunes for MLB DFS Quick Hits and Bench with Bubba, which dropped another episode, episode 400 with Mike Mayer of Fantasy Pros. Just drops with two episodes a week. Bench with Bubba, season-long fantasy baseball as well. All right, everybody, that'll do it. Have a great weekend. NFL Week 1 action coming at you strong. Um, But this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, September 10th edition. I'm out. (laughs) 